Okay, so you are on you are in vision now, and you can uh, you can wave to the people at home. Hey guys, uh, we got another episode, first episode of the Banana Slam Jared podcast with our lovely guest uh, Odie Pixel here. Uh, just had dinner with you last night. It was nice. It was a little Italian five course. It was it was a little fancy. It was nice. Uh, last time I'm gonna see you before. You go off and do your casting stuff, which I'm a bit sad about. Uh, but yeah, man, how you doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of moving house, obviously, recently. So not really had too much time to tune into the dough and stuff. But uh, that's made me more excited for it. You know, I've uh, obviously had a little bit of a quick look at uh, what's been going on with a lot of the roster changes and things. So yeah, looking forward to it. Still, I am disappointed, very disappointed that we don't have a big patch, and I thought we were going to get one before the new season, and honestly, it's now a week away. I'm doubtful now, so a little bit little bit disappointed about that. I'm always used to after TI, we get big things, big changes, you know, map changes. It hasn't happened, so I'm a little bit sad because of that, but I'm looking forward to hopefully maybe something coming later in the year. I hope it does at least, because I feel like it's been a while since we had something really juicy, but yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> We we appreciate the thorough answer. No, it's uh, yeah, it's we, yeah. People people have heard monkeys and I talk enough, so yeah, you're actually done. You you you've done your portion for the show. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, exactly. Uh, we'll come back to what's going on in your life in just a bit, because you know I know it all. But there's a lot of exciting stuff uh, that there's to talk about there. But monkeys, man, how you doing too, man? Exciting. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm doing great, you know. I've, I've changed my Steam name to I Am Gold, and I'm playing Bounty Hunter every game, and I'm winning like 70% of my games, so it's nice. What did you do? You got Ags Octarine or what? Uh, Vanguard into Ags. Okay. And then, oh, that's nice. And then, you know, whatever I need from there, because it's Bounty Hunter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you can just win the offlane, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And is it winning? Uh, like, are you out yeah, I have like, like a 70% yeah. win rate with it. Nice. You're not getting like Naga Sirened or like Chaos Knighted or anything? Every time I played Bounty Hunter offline, I played against an Illusion Hero and I lost. Uh, No, not really. I mean, people just kind of suck, so... I can just Do they they just pick like the jugs and stuff and you just and you just <laughs> I, going I mean my, my my best lanes have literally been like I, I mean dude I even shit on a PL in lane and then like the game wasn't even hard because of how hard I won the lane because I I just go I max Q and W I don't even get invis I literally just man fight them and <laughs> keep Okay <laughs> people need to learn PL is not good in lane versus bounty hunter it's Naga Siren and Chaos Knight absolutely unplayable for all the people that are losing the monkeys forever don't make what? me. Uh... Don't, don't, do, don't do that. I want to keep winning games. Uh... Oh, and just so you know, that's like about as much as we're gonna talk about Dota today. So nice. No, I'm down and... to talk about anything. You know, <laughs> I, I, I really am. You, uh, maybe within limits. But, you know, <laughs> I to discuss any sort of interesting topic or learn something new here with you two. When you uh when you said anything, I immediately thought of the conversation on the airplane that you told me about. On the way back from oh, TI. Oh, we can talk about... I mean, I think that's kind of... Well, it's not boring, but we can re we can talk about life and existence, Brian, and what happens in the future and what happened before and why it all happens. But I don't think the viewers would find it very interesting. Yeah, you know, it gets it, it gets existential around here sometimes, Owen. But, oh, okay. uh, well, 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 you know, I said there's some stuff going on in your life. Uh, you are currently moving into your first house, correct? This is your first house? House house? Like, not just apartment, but like house house? Well, we, no, we, me, me and Joe were staying in a place together um, that was a house before, uh, but it was kind of like a, it was like a halfway house, you know, it was, it was like, well, this is, we'll just go with this one, great position, location, uh, but we were still always like looking for the house that we wanted to live in. Uh, and yeah, we recently found that we got it and we're moving in Well, we've moved in. We've got all the boxes moved over. So we just moved over into sort of the new house. That's like, you know, it's, it's like, this is going to be our home. Uh, so yeah, we're very exciting. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 yeah, it's great. It's great. No, very happy with the house. Lovely place. We're, we're very close to Yo's parents and family. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. really nice. You know, we can walk around the corner, see them. Lots of lovely little Dutch restaurants and bars to visit. Um, and a little, a little bit out of the city, which is nice. Because, yeah, I mean, city life is cool. But as someone who sort of just sits indoors and plays computer games all the time, it's, you know, I'd rather have sort of the sound of birds out my window uh, rather than the sound of cars. So, you know. 
That's nice. Hey, so I just want to say, you know, I'm happy about the house location because the only thing I've done so far near your house was that restaurant we went to. I don't remember the name of it, but it was was 30 euro all you can eat. And it was like... It was all you can eat, and it was like good. It was like fancy food. It wasn't like you know, like fancy. fast food or whatever. It was literally like yeah. fancily prepared, you know, presentation on the dish kind of stuff. And it was all you can eat. I, like when I when I thought it was like thir- when I saw thirty euro because it was, the menu was in Dutch. I thought it was yeah. like per course or something yeah. that we were ordering. But instead, you just pay the thirty for the entire meal. So I will be having to stop by Owen's Absolutely. house once again so you know i've heard some of the cool features from your house but you know where i'm from at least especially in new york you obviously don't have room to put like extra stuff in your in your in your house right because everything's just so expensive but you guys have a a four three stories in a basement is how you describe it not a usable basement but we're doing the floor we've ripped the floor up and we haven't put a new floor in because we ripped the floor up and there's actually like some water under the floor and that's bad so but it's all good we checked the water we dried the water and then i don't think the water's going to be keep coming in anymore i think it was just from the rain and it was coming in the windows and in the windows we had like these little uh flower beds by the windows and we just had to dig them down deeper so now that when the rain goes in it doesn't go on the top of the flower bed and come in the window it now like goes deeper so it doesn't actually reach the window and go to the basement so i think we fixed it I, what I love about this podcast, tell me if you're getting this vibes, monkeys. You can tell why this guy is the rap god of casting. He can just, <laughs> like, like you just gave, like, such a vivid, but, like, it's just, it's a description of what you guys did to fix a water problem at your house. I, it was I fast was, and I efficient. was literally just thinking about, I was like, Owen's voice and just, like, the tempo of how he talks is just so good for casting. No. Like, I, I was literally just but, thinking that. Because, like, I, it's one of those where I'm listening to him and, like, I'm building this image of what he's exactly talking about. And you don't really realize how fast he's talking because you actually understand it. I feel like most of the time when people talk that fast, it's like they lose you somewhere yeah. in the description. So not Owen though. Yeah, not Owen. I, I've never really done like a Q and A type thing with Owen, so this is this is quite funny. Um, but no, nah, man. So it's honestly really exciting. It's I'm excited for you guys. I know you guys have been in the like knowing you're gonna move uh yeah i have to imagine there's like something nice especially as like a gamer traveler broadcaster i imagine monkeys totally understands coming from like a traveling gamer perspective of like Mm. you know this is where you're gonna be you know yeah exactly yeah and it's uh, it definitely makes me more sort of on split when it comes to like oh do you want to travel and and do this event or that event because i'm like well i kind of just want to stay home and enjoy my house you know uh uh, we we, should know that's a a wonderful problem to have you know the fact that the the house that i've got is you know i'm I'm so happy with it that i kind of just want to stay at home uh, rather than travel the wonderful world and visit all these wonderful places um but no, it's, it's great. It's great. It really is. And uh, yeah, look, look forward to, you know, obviously when things come a bit better with being able to travel around the world and stuff, just having lots of people come over and visit and stay over. You two are both very welcome. You know, if you ever do pop by, I know Brian will, but Monkeys... It's a little bit over. shorter of a trip for me than yeah. it is for <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, Monkeys, where are you? Whereabouts are you in America? I'm in uh, Pennsylvania in the U- U.S. That's like in the middle middle bit, right? No, uh, East Coast, East Coast. Oh, it's on the East Coast. Yeah, oh, that's not that's not too far. That's not too far. It's like a six-hour flight, probably, or something. You can get direct flight flight to Amsterdam. Would you have to go through like somewhere? Yeah, I I, I would assume so. I honestly oh. have no BSA would know better than me because I know you can get one from New York, but I I don't actually know about Philadelphia. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it oh, might yeah. it might be a connector flight like to New York, and then yeah. I, I mean, but. Philly to New York would be like a 30 minute flight or something, 40 minutes. I mean, yeah, like monkey, are you, are you monkeys, you're never going to come over anyway to do like an in person podcast with Brian. I mean, well, when he's in New York, I feel like it would be much more doable. But, guess, yeah. you know, that, that's like, but that's like, yeah. you got to go all the that's way, cool. man. Uh, yeah, yeah, dedication. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will come, I will come to, uh, the Netherlands, just just to do a podcast with just to do an episode, I'll be out man. Of right, right after, we're gonna have to find <laughs> some just... sick sponsorship for that plane flight. Gonna, yeah, get your sponsors to pay for it. 
True. PSA, why don't we just do that? Let's just get sponsors. Yeah, that's that's like a really good idea, actually. <laughs> People are telling me to look at your voice levels compared to mine, and on OBS, you guys are louder than me. I, I am very confused. Give me a second here. People are all well, saying Louis, you're too quiet. Have you know you've not got the slider down on us on like no, the No, I've got the slider up on me or sorry, down on yeah. me and up on you, and they're still saying it's too loud, so I, I'm I'm just gonna stick with this. I can't imagine it's that bad based on what I'm seeing. But uh sorry for interrupting again. Uh okay. So you know, we have I, I always have a strict outline for this podcast. I don't know if you know this, uh Owen, oh, I didn't but like, I always yet. have, I always have <laughs> notes. I'm very, I'm very prepared always. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, exactly. is constantly thinking of uh, questions to ask our guests. He keeps them all down in a notebook, and you know, if we get derailed from that at all, BSA, I will whip us rage. back into shape. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I refuse to good. deviate from from the from the rig, r- rigorous regimen of scheduling we've got here um but yeah so uh you know coming up we i'm sure we've all got some stuff but maybe monkeys what what, we've asked you about the holidays is there any update is there any fun fun stuff you got looking forward to thanksgiving dinner perhaps with the fam or Uh, we don't do that over here i think i'm just spending my thanksgiving with my grandmother and you know other than that i'm not really doing much is she really good cook or uh well she was but she's in her 90s now so we don't we try not to you know make her do any cooking anymore she's she's reached the point that she should be able to re- relax aren't we all at that point at some it feels like at least i i mean i feel like we're not at that point at uh well i'm turning 28 you're you're what a year and a half older than me you're 29 yeah that's right a little now. weird you know that man okay well, just just saying. How is it weird? He knows that. Why? Yeah. It's, why is that it's weird? It's just a little weird, man. I feel what? like age is just a number. It's an arbitrary value that you shouldn't really know that well. You know, shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't dwell on these things. Uh, oh, and so I know you're going to the DPC. Uh, are you allowed to talk about exactly what you're doing? Or honestly, I don't know. Although I'm not, <laughs> I mean, people could probably guess. You know, they could probably guess where I'm going to be. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, because I think even though the Dota, as I said, I, I feel like just we obviously had a patch and it changed a little bit. You know, it hasn't changed massively. I think obviously the the big change is going to be all the different uh, different lineups. Really, a lot of lot of very interesting roster changes. So yeah, going to be very much looking forward to seeing what, how some of those come into play. What team are you? I'll say two teams, one that you're rooting for and one that you're just excited to like kind of see in general, you know, rooting for. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Really, like, is there a is team that, that you is are? Team Bo- is, is that one of your is team bold playing? They are. They are playing. Yeah, I think it's that's my that's your, there. That's really good, actually. I think you're saying that in the wrong stream, but I think that's uh, like meaning you should probably go team to Bork stream and, and uh, advertise it there. But uh, what about like all the new rosters? Which one are you like? That is good. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Um, I'm looking at them right now. Just uh, I would say I am. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think I'm excited to see, and I think what 
You know what? I'm actually going to go with uh, probably not the one people. I, I said OG. You know, they've got these new players. I've never heard of them. I hadn't heard of Teen Spirit a year ago. They did pretty well. So I'm going to go on the logic that I haven't heard of some of their players and say that they're going to be amazing. I, I, I do think with time, the OG squad will probably become really good because I think Taiga is like a really good baseline for having good ideas because like he i mean he may not have been like the most standout player in liquid but i think he was like super super consistent like all the time i, I mean he definitely had some big plays there's there like the time him and uh him and quakefa like 2v5 vp like they, they were just defending their ancient i think it was dark willow and uh od or something against like five vp heroes and they somehow survived and but anyways, I, I think Tiger's just a good baseline, and yeah. you know, obviously with the mentorship of uh, of No Tail and Seb, like I don't know if if that squad is willing to listen at all, <laughs> they will naturally become very very good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I remember last season as well. Obviously, Amar, he was one of the standout players in. Um... Can't remember what the team was. It was on Ghost Frogs or something. One of the one of the weird teams uh, he was playing on, and he was like just one of those players that was like this new kid. I think he's he's literally like what sixteen or something, and uh, you know you could tell that he's got he's got potential. So yeah. it's, it's not surprising that they they picked him up. And yeah, so not too sure about them in the carry, but uh, that's as I said, that's uh, boded pretty well for some of the recent teams. You know, Spirit coming through. A lot of people have said just didn't know some of these players. You know, year well, pretty much before the last season started. And uh, they, they crushed it. They crushed it, obviously, at TR. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. I definitely think there's a lot of uh, value in just getting younger players. You, like, still yeah. have that, that thirst for, like, trying to prove themselves and, like, really are chasing to get better at the game. Because I feel like, I feel like a lot of the people, I mean, not, not everyone, obviously, you know, you have, like, Kuro and Puppy who have been at every, well, not Kuro now, but every TI <laughs> up until now. But, uh, and like they're they're so super competitive, but I feel like a lot of competitors like they lose that intense drive, you know, at some point, and you know, a lot of younger younger people still have that that urge to you know just better in everyone. Okay, so I, I I think it's like a a good route to go for OG. I think this is literally the perfect segue to the next note on my on my outline here. And so I actually haven't thought to ask you this before, Owen, but, you know, Monkey's just mentioned how people kind of lose this drive for competitive and how, like, he likes to see the people who have that. So I feel like this year, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, is going to be one of the first years that we see a pretty good amount of new talent in, like, the DPC and... Uh, just in general. So I'm wondering, like, first first question would be, do you think there's, like, a similar drive slash hunger that goes away over time being, like, a caster or being, like, a talent in general? I mean, I think... I think, obviously, it varies from person to person, really, what their goals and, uh, you know, sort of aims are in, in their career and in, in their life when it comes to, you know, putting themselves... Uh, to work in the scene, um, I think personally, I I love seeing new talent. I really do. I, I I I even though it doesn't really make sense, but I I really look forward to the day where there's all these brand new casters coming up, and they're sort of there, you know, they're 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 knocking me out of my job because then you know it suddenly gets it gets more exciting, you know. There's just more sort of competition out there. So yeah, I, I'm I'm always very happy to have fresh faces come in and. Uh, and do what they can. I think it's it's obviously very tough uh, for for new talent. It's uh, it's a very critical community, which so, so obviously some people aren't too happy with. I think it's a good thing to an extent. Obviously, there's a, uh, there can be a lot of vitriol online, which is just unacceptable. Uh, but for the most part, having something, you know, like the Reddit, dare I say, uh, I think it, it 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 can be good, you know, for for these new talent to to see. They've got to be able to take in sort of feedback and things um, without sort of kind of feeling themselves get shot down too much by, you know, some of the more harsh comments. Um, But it is, it's something, you know, to have that's sort of like a a reflection of of what a large group of people think about what you're doing. Um, That's, I think is an interesting thing, you know, but you've, yeah, you've got to be prepared to, 
to deal with it because it, it's not easy to deal with, especially if, um, you know, I don't know, if you have a bad day or something and, you know, like a clip of you goes up and suddenly people are, uh, are dissing you. I mean, my advice in those situations really would be to sort of just tune out of that. Um, and, you know, obviously well, take, take in as much as you can, but, don't, you know, don't let yourself get kicked down too hard. I know it's tough because I, I work with a lot of brilliant people and, um, and obviously sometimes these people, you know, do get sort of negative comments online um that, that do affect them but then that i'm sort of circling a dilemma then because i do i think it's good that there is a place that people can put negative comments but then at the same time you know i don't like seeing negative comments about people that i care about um but hey you know it's life it's not easy you know there's no it's it, everything's not you know yeah easy in terms of what's right and what's wrong so well, i i feel like for anyone who wants to like be a face or be a personality and, and not not just Dota, but in anything on the internet, oh, like absolutely. You're, you're, you're going to be receiving so much criticism on, on yeah. what you're doing. Like it's just part of what you do. Like it happens to players. It happens to streamers. It happens to talent. Like I, I don't know. I, 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 I agree with you that like, I, I do think that it's good to have that, that criticism to like help push people to do better over and over. But yeah. like, and like, I I understand it gets frustrating. I mean, trust me, I deal with Twitch chat all the day, like all oh, day every I mean, day. I mean, like, it, it can be absolutely right? miserable. Yeah. For streamers, <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, it, and, and, and that's the like, it'd be one comment. You know, you're streaming, you're having a great time, and you know, you miss a CS, and then someone comes in your chat and. They oh, say CS laws. Oh. <laughs> it's like a nasty CS law. Because you can get CS law. Sometimes a nasty CS law. Yeah, it's like a vindictive one. <laughs> he actually was angry that I missed a CS, and then you feel hurt. You're like, I did. Oh, so I tried to hit it. You know. Uh, but it, it really, a lot of the times, it really depends on how you interpret and read sort of the feedback or responses that you're getting, whether it be for Twitch chat or Reddit. You know, well, one good way I like to deal with some of the say it was it some sort of more negative comments is you know read them in sort of the manner that it's your someone you know like a friend typing it but in like a, a you know it's it's your friend criticizing you because suddenly if yeah. you if you read it from the perspective that it's a friendly person saying that then you can sort of you know it kind of rounds off the harshness of the the critical edges and it makes it more of like a oh well they're just exaggerating or you know being extreme or you know being hyperbolic to to just make a point but in reality there's actually something something to what they're saying even though what yeah. they're saying is not in a way or is in a way that if you didn't read it in the fashion where you're sort of saying okay this person's just having a bit of fun you know just gone online and written some shit um uh, that, that you could be like oh this is a really harmful thing for them to say about me you know yeah one thing that i noticed over time uh kind of got called out on it was that I started taking, so like when you're in person and somebody says something to you, you have that easy read of, like we always talk, people always talk about this, it's very easy to tell, are they joking, sarcastic, whatever. Yes. But like yeah, online, we... for whatever reason, I feel like over time as a streamer, I started taking people more and more seriously. Like, I don't know yeah. why, yeah, I don't know why it is, it's like this weird phenomenon where you're like, after I've read a hundred trolling messages, eventually I'm going to believe them, you know, to some extent, even if they're just trying to mess with me. And there's like this weird reminder that you like have to give yourself that almost every person that's making a comment about you, positive or negative, is like a hundred times less invested in what they said than what you would be invested in what they said, right? Like, uh, Absolutely. if they... Like, I care way more about whatever that comment was than he did. He was oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. there's a good a chance that he, like, even if it sounds angry, it sounds trolly, that, like, he probably put four seconds maximum of thought into yeah. that comment and it then just, just yeah and just put it out there right so i and think here's esj obsessing over it over the yeah and here you are like did this guy really mean <laughs> yeah. and so like like well, the reason why i say this is because you know oh and you said you know you gotta assume that there's like a good guy yeah. or whatever but behind it's... that comment and i think like i just assume my method, which is similar, is that that guy didn't mean anything. Either way, like, it didn't mean much to them, whatever they just said. Um, like, like maybe they kind of liked my cast, maybe they kind of didn't like it. The only point where I really take, like, Reddit or Twitch chat seriously, or at least I'm trying to get to this point, 
is when it's like an overwhelming majority or like a lot of people that are saying the same message. Because even if like, I I mean, I've used this example before, but like the bias J thing back at, uh, you know, uh, the Kiev major, it's like, I know internally that I wasn't rooting for Quincy crew, but then if everyone, if not everyone, a lot of people have this impression that I was, you know, why? And then I remember, like, well, I got hired to do the series, like, an hour before, because, like, schedule changes. And I realized I knew a lot more about Quincy Crew than I did about T1. So that means I talked about Quincy Crew way more than I talked about T1. So inevitably, since I know more about one team and I didn't do any last-minute prep for the other team, it made it so that I appeared quite biased one way or the other. So what that means is that if that many people view it that way, don't take it as like face value. Take it as something made them view you this way um, and try to work on that. And I've realized that like that makes it feel like less of a personal attack. Uh, it makes it feel more digestible because I don't know when you have all these voices just being thrown at you, all these comments. A lot of the time, I think the worst part about it is I don't really know what to do with that. You know, like what's cool. What's like tangible action from me? But the, well, but the but the thing is, there's it does give you something to to react to in I think a positive way. Like, for example, with with, with the example you give, where people were criticizing you because they didn't think you were, you know, speaking evenly and, and fairly about uh, an American team and a Southeast Asian team uh, in a match. You know, you can then sort of take that opportunity to then come back in the next cast and and have done additional research on like T1 or an SEA team. And I find it particularly with the, the SEA fans, they will be very, um, they will appreciate, you know, if you put the extra effort into sort of, uh, you know, get, being a little better at something that, that they were criticizing you for. So then if you came back in the next cast and you, you know, did obviously have, you know, it's quite clearly that you've done extra research and you've become fully prepared with knowledge about the SEA team or T1. Um, it's very likely that the majority of the fans that criticized you the first time round would go, hey, you know what? It's clear that that they did take on board sort of the, the criticism that was put out there by the fans um, and they're doing a great job, you know, so... I don't know, maybe I'm an optimist, but I do feel that whenever there is sort of that mass criticism, there's usually something as sort of as hard as it is to normally think of what you want to do in response to it at the time, because I get it right. You're seeing all these hateful comments and it feels hateful. You know, it feels like a lot of people just want to get you down. Um, but in reality, I do think it's it's just sort of giving you some pointers that you can work on and then come back with. And then, yeah, those people, you know, those comments, it will fade away. It will disappear off the, the front page of our Dota 2 in a couple of days. Uh, and that's it, you know life moves on uh but you you've sort of got have been given a bit of a pointer to, to work on and and get better i think we i think we need to take a pause here what would that for you got ads no 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 we talked about that we need to get those uh no i mean i don't know if you're getting this vibe monkeys i don't know how like i know you've met owen before but it's like Whenever Owen talks, it, like, makes you oddly positive about something you, you wouldn't think could ever be positive. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm so ready to, t- to take all of the criticism now. Thanks, Owen. I'm ready for my Twitch chat to shit on me for at least a week from, from this. And don't get me wrong, it's not easy. And a lot of the times it gets me down. And obviously, Sheev's a big part of that. She helps me sort of think positively about, uh, you know, sometimes if, you know, an old comment gets me down and such and... Yeah, the reality of it is, it is, as you said, Brian, you know, a lot of uh, the, the comments, the majority of the comments, you know, it's just someone coming online, giving a bit of an opinion and then moving on with their life. So by all means, you should read the comment, but then also move on with your life. You know, don't let it hang over you. And yeah, just just sort of take something from it that doesn't bring you down mentally, but take something that is going to propel you to do something good or or better in the future in regards to the topic of conversation probably not the individual comments because obviously when people are typing shit online they type shit online you know it's they've got a point but they'll 
write it in some stupid way because it's the internet. You know, we write stupid <laughs> shit on the internet. Well, the IY used to, I don't really anymore, you know, but the, the kids do nowadays. You know, kids love to write dumb shit on the internet. That's what the internet's for, you know. That is what it is originally made. That was I, the purpose. I like that They're extra like, clarification. <laughs> People are going to write stupid shit globally. That is that is the goal of this. Uh, I remember I read a I saw I saw a uh, it was an upvoted Reddit thread about a Twitter post. Okay, so was, the Twitter post was somebody said it was like ten words. It was like we weren't supposed to know this many people existed and what they thought. It was like that was like the Twitter post, and that made me think. I was like, yep. damn, like maybe human like humans probably just weren't, you know. Like any generation before us, you never knew what like somebody in Europe thought. If you're an American, you wouldn't know what anyone around, like maybe even across the country, you wouldn't even know what they knew or what they thought. For sure, for sure. I mean, it's it's a very different time we're living in, and I think you know, I think that's going to be something that humans further down the the line uh, are going to be much more used to. You know. I'm sure, you know, evolution and all that science stuff, you know, the future humans will be much more kitted out and, you know, skinned in a way to deal with online and a, a much sort of global feedback compared to, as you say, humans of the past who only really got comments and reactions from people that they actually saw and integrated with. Now, how many generations, you know, are we putting on this estimation here, OD? How fast is evolution? I don't know. When I mean, we, it's, it's been like billions of years to get here. Well, that's depressing. And that's really slow if you think about where we are. You know, if you, if you think about your average impression of a human being and you think it's been like, you know, billions of years to get here, you know, are we looking at like, you know, the year 10 million or something, you know, when, when we can eventually adjust to... Well, I mean, especially if with each generation, I, well, I mean, slowly but surely the internet is becoming more accept, accepted, but, you know, there's still a lot of people who, like, raise their kids, like, oh, internet is bad, stay away from the internet. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, until until that mentality kind of kind of shifts to, like, oh, yeah, we can use the internet, it's not, like, it's not this awful thing, yeah. uh, you know, it, it'll still be a while, I, I'd assume. I mean, I do, I do. The internet was definitely a better place when it was just sort of the, just sort of the nerds and the geeks, you know. You know, it wasn't mainstream. It wasn't this thing that everybody needed to have. It was just that weird kid who went round his his nan's house and played with the dial-up, you know, or something. And, and it, it, you know, what I, I mean? still it, remember that that the, the that tone beat, or whatever the connect the beat, tone. Yeah. <laughs> You know that, that was that was that was a good you know yeah I mean social media and all that a whole load of rubbish I mean I have obviously like Twitters and Instagrams but I, I don't have any of it on my mobile phone I did I did for a long time but I removed those apps because life's just a lot better without that sort of stuff popping up and yeah. notifications here there it's even just because of the junk that you consume on it I don't post on Instagram but I had the app I'd open it and I would end up scrolling through these videos and it's. It just, That's you know, it's like, mind. It's like, ugh, I don't want any of that. So, no, I took off my phone and, and yeah, I mean, it's no, it's, it's the internet's a fascinating place. And obviously, you know, the, the connections and the global stuff's done a lot of great things. You know, it's it's not all negativity. It's not all bad things, but. Well, it's not, but it's a lot easier for people to focus on the negative aspects of things rather than the positive oh, aspects. For sure. No, for sure. No, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what it is, yeah. There's, um, I mean, I, I've, I've speaking on the topic that we are like how people react to certain things. I've been really enjoying like thinking about people's reactions to anything. Like whenever I do something, I've my entire life, I've always loved watching people's reactions, but now like, I mean, my most recent one that has come up many times and monkeys will love that I'm mentioning it again is that when my carry picks first and he's like rank 1000 that I just picked Trian. And I've realized that everyone in my games, the like, whenever you do something that f is like prompts a reaction, the reactions you get are so different. 
You know, sometimes that guy says he's going to support. Sometimes that guy's like, hey, somebody swap lanes with me so this guy won't take my farm. Sometimes that guy just walks down mid. Sometimes your team says, okay, guys, we've got this, like, stupid-ass safe lane. Mid off lane and four, let's, like, rally together to win this game. Sometimes your four position's like, fuck this shit, and they feed down mid. Like, it's actually so funny to me how you can take one thing, like, one statement, one action... And everyone will respond differently. Like, everyone. And they just... It, 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 I feel like the rabbit hole just goes deeper and deeper when you think of, like, random comments on the internet, random posts on Reddit, like, whatever. How you can have so many people look at the same information, same situation, and you will get that many different reactions to it. I think that is awesome. And also... Yeah. And then, and then on top of that as well, it, it kind of, like... Each individual's reaction kind of depends on like how they're feeling at that point in time, right? Like if they're feeling good, they'll probably react in a you know a, a certain set of ways. But if they're feeling bad, they might re- react in a more negative or whatever way. So you know, there's also a lot of variables on top of the variables. <laughs> yes, there is. I mean, that's uh, that's something I wish it was just sort of you were able to do. Like you know, when that person does come in to your Twitch chat stream and says something, you know, that's that's not very nice you know i kind of want to be able to like just call that person and just be like hey what's going on how's life what's the you know find out what got that person to that position where they sat down and felt the need to type some you know video you're, you're, online, you're too you know? kind of a person owen you're way too kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, what do you mean how's that kind what do you mean well, well like, because you know, like you're you're trying to figure out what what yeah. got them to that point, and yeah. you know that you're like trying to help them out. I, I feel, or yeah. or, are you, or are you just saying you just want to understand their mentality, not necessarily improve, not necessarily improve their mentality. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to sort of fix things for that. But I mean, if I could, okay, that's okay, great, okay. But that wouldn't be my aim. My aim would okay. just be to to understand. You know, that, that's Although, what I, I, I mean. I'm I'm sure you would inadvertently fix the mentality. I mean, you know, you just you would bring a smile to their face. Yeah, it'd be fun. But of course, you know, it never <laughs> never happens. But because most of the time is you know, as I say, we have to tell yourself most of the chat and comments that put online, you know, they don't really have any emotional weight to them. It's just <laughs> You know, it's just, yeah, in the past, like, you, you, when you're younger, you know, like, you go on some stream and you're on an anonymous account. It's, it, for a lot of people, it can be very tempting to say something that provokes a response, you know. That was all, what it was all about on the internet in the past. It was just writing these things that would provoke people and make people like, come out and uh, comment. You know, it, it, that famous sort of sentence, I believe, by Einstein or someone, it was like, the the quickest way to get, an answer on the internet is to post false information you know you because people they are provoked to correct you you know you go online and you say something incorrect someone will answer you ask a question online nobody's going to bother answering you know who cares but if you actually put something out that's incorrect someone will respond and it's, it's the same with sort of like just yeah, just criticizing people, you know. They, if someone wants to provoke a reaction out of BSJ, they're not going to say, hey, Brian, you did really good today. They're going to go, oh, BSJ, you're a big piece of shit. I hate you, but I'm going to get off my airwaves. And then Brian will feel an emotion, and then that person will know that he's felt an emotion, and then, you know, they get something out of it. You know, it's 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 it was much more worth their effort watching the writing the horrible thing, which is why we have to be so grateful for the beautiful fans out there that do say the nice things online, because it's very... I think it's much more selfless to to put something positive about someone online. Well, yeah, clearly, rather than something negative, because they they don't really have too much to gain from that. They just enjoy what you do enough to go out their way to say something nice, you know. I definitely needed that reminder. I know for a fact I've heard that saying before about, like, you know, instead of asking a question, just put something wrong. Um, But, man, it's so true. Like, I've definitely heard it before, but I, I hadn't heard it in a while. Definitely needed that reminder. He said it obviously wasn't Einstein. No. Was he around? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's videos of Einstein. I didn't know there's videos. I watched a yeah, video. You can watch like color videos of him teaching. I mean, he, he, cer- yeah. he certainly didn't know what the internet was, though. Oh, done well. He was pretty smart. Yeah, his his quote <laughs> probably didn't have the internet specifically <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> yeah, telephones. Maybe it was telephones. Did, did they? Oh, yeah, I guess they did. <laughs> people said did not know Einstein posted memes yeah uh, I mean I think 
what I've realized about Owen Monkeys is that not only, like, he, he comes off as, like, super, super nice because he cares about everybody, but he's, I think the reason, the source of his caring is that he always wants to know the why. He always wants to understand. He's like, you're having a good day, man? Tell me about it, you know? You're having a shit day? You're having a rough event? Tell me about it, you know? And I think that that's like, it's like, I've realized from a lot of people that happiness or like just enjoyment of things is a lot about just curiosity, you know? And I think Owen, you and Sheaves have, uh, have helped me in a lot of ways realizing that, you know? Just, just being curious, you know, little cats or whatever, you know, some stupid metaphorical <laughs> representation. It's, it's, it's good. I think it's good to be curious, you know? I think you never should really be f- feel afraid to ask questions and... For sure. You know, obviously, I feel like on some topics and some things, some people would disagree, but as long as you're not being, not being maliciously curious, you know, nowadays on the internet, people can, you know, ask questions and try and push things because, you know, we're malicious, sort of a malicious agenda. But if you're genuinely curious about something, you know, then I think that's a really good thing. You know, always, always sort of ask questions and, you know, talk to people, find out, you know, who they are, where they come from, what they do, and learning things you know, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we know. Yeah, there's. I mean, we're all stupid. We really are. You know, there's, there's just, it, Amen. Just, you know, well, obviously, there's, there's a few humans that are less stupid than other humans. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, there's so many things that we just don't know and we'll never know. So, you know, never feel afraid to feel stupid. You know. What's the last thing you learned, Owen? Well, I mean, that's one of the problems, being stupid. I don't really learn a lot of things. Uh, uh, what did I learn recently? I'm trying to think if I watched any sort of interesting videos. Oh, we were looking at Concords yesterday. I didn't know how fast the Concorde went, but I remember it was like 2000. Oh, yes, that is actually the last thing I learned was about the Concorde airplanes. Yeah, Monkeys, you know what a Concorde is, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Brian didn't know what a Concorde was. Is that like an American thing or what? I mean, I don't know. I like, learned what it was in like high school. Yeah, yeah, Concorde. I didn't remember these at all. They're like planes oh. that get you from London to New York in like two and a half hours or something. Two hours yeah, and two, 50 52 minutes. minutes. London to New York back and forth well, for 27 I, years. I, I didn't know it was that fast, but. Yeah, two, three hours across. Yeah, Dude, that, it's insane. That, that's pretty quick. They went at 2,185 kilometers per hour. All right, like, I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty nuts. Over twice <laughs> the speed of sound. Yeah, there's only only have been two supersonic jets. They were one of them. They ran for 27 years, and then, I mean, they were just too expensive to run. Which is kind of insane as you think about, you know, obviously how much people do pay for travel. Obviously, at this sort of time, probably not the greatest time for sort of the, the travel business, but you now when things are standards, you know, a lot of money's to be had there, so you would think that someone would come up with a way to make that sort of speed be profitable, but uh, yeah, which is a shame. I mean, great. I mean, Europe yeah, to America yeah. in three hours that's insane, dude. That'd be yeah. chill as fuck. I'd love yeah. to do that, yeah. Currently, it's like seven or eight, depending on like where you're going, like and where from. Sometimes six, I think, like one way it's six because of the jet streams or whatever, and then the other way it's, it's like seven or eight, yeah, yeah, it's quite yeah. different. It's going the other way, yeah, about now, yeah. Hey, they, you know, that's what games are for. Somebody only knew what a Concord was because of mm-hmm. Fallout 4. You know, I remember I was at some sort of history museum with my dad at like in my later teenage years, and I knew all the guns because I played Call of Duty. I knew all the guns that were in the fucking museum, and I'm like, you know, that's what games are for. I know that's a Thompson. I know that's a MK47 or 44 or whatever. I know all this shit because I played Call of Duty, you know, and that was that was my first step to convincing my parents, uh, you know, to let me... Uh, I played... World at War was the first one I ever played. So everyone always flamed me because, you know, I, I thought World at War was, like, the most incredible game of all time because that was the first multiplayer like online with ranking leveling up game i ever played and you know everyone was just like you know modern warfare one was just better and i'm like well i didn't i didn't have one was no i'm saying i didn't have an xbox when modern warfare one came out 
So I, I didn't even, you missed I, out, Brian. You I'm, missed I'm out. saying that I missed out and I'm like, you know, for me, Marvel, like the fact that World of War was that great and everyone for me, and then everyone said like compared to Modern Warfare 1, it sucked, you know, like I realized how much I missed out on, but I played World of War, I played a ton of Modern Warfare 2, I played Black Ops and a bit of Modern Warfare 3, I think, um, somewhere around there is where I stopped playing, so... But what was I saying? I was talking. Oh, I was th- the only reason we even mentioned Call of Duty was because of me saying that's how you learn. From- yes, I was gonna say that that's like the first step to convincing my parents to let me have a career in video games because uh, you know something useful to to come of them. Uh, but my first step was uh, making it to a land in Sweden, and my my parents were like, "Oh, nice." Well, that what, what, what was that? <laughs> What was it? It was called like Thor Open or something of 2012. Oh, I, it wasn't like it was. Yeah, some random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a super random. Uh, pretty, and did they back in 2012? Like, would they fly you over? Or you had to cover that. No, yourself? no, no. My we we were sponsored by Root yeah. Gaming, and they did like a charity fundraiser or something. From oh, our to get fans. you over there. Yeah, to get us over. There. Oh, but that's cool. Well, the, but the fans <laughs> did cover it. Like you. I, I mean, I mean, they covered oh. they covered like four of our players. Yeah. Uh, but one one of our players were or was from Argentina, and the flight was like. Oh wow! Twenty one hundred dollars or something, and yeah. we just like we could not manage that. Uh, <laughs> so, so we had to use stand-in, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just used a local stand-in, like a Swedish stand-in. And how did it go? Problem. Did you? Oh, we we lost. That, that, that was uh, my. Well, well. I mean, to be fair, uh, who is it? Nth No Tide Hunter was there. The team oh, yeah. that was the original alliance, like the S four Bulldog, Ake, EGM, yeah. and Eternal Envy. I think it was Envy before. Wait, was it was Loda? Yeah, no, Envy no, was on the team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, EGM wasn't on the team. Loda was on the team, and then they eventually kicked Envy for EGM. But yeah, it, it, it was that team and uh, the original Fnatic as well. The No Tail, Fly, uh, Hani, Era, and uh, uh, I forget the I forget the last player. Uh, the That's a freaking all star. Freaking Trixie. Yeah. I remember that. But yeah, not, yeah. Those two teams were at my first LAN event ever, and I got absolutely dumpstered. Oh my goodness, it was a blast. Was it? I mean, at the time, was it like? Was it? Was it sad because you didn't win, or was it like just a great I, experience? I genuinely that... did. I was like, holy shit, it's so cool that I'm in yeah. Sweden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you said your first LAN. I had my like full life circle thing because what happened was that the you know the liquid the new liquid teams here. So I played some ping pong with Zai, okay, at the new at the liquid facility, and the last time I played ping pong with Zai was at the Red Bull Battlegrounds LAN, which was my first ever LAN, which we also got destroyed. But that was like six or seven years ago, and when I played with Zai, like it just hit me. I was like, holy shit. That's the last time I played ping pong against you. It's been like <laughs> seven years or whatever. Uh, you know, life comes full circle. Uh, somehow we're both in the same facility. Obviously, you know, he's on the team and everything, but uh, I thought that was still crazy. So my question, you know, to wrap things up about, because we're about to hit the hour, is Owen, do you remember your first land that you casted? Well, I remember my first event, which was, which we were, was, which where you know I had to travel out to, which was one of the I can't remember what season it was, but it was one of the Dream Leagues. Um, so I think in that sense, the first actual like event where I casted with the audience must have been the, the sort of the ending of that season. Uh, but yeah, it was great, just sort of traveling. You know, it was the first time really I traveled. You know, I'd had like school trips in Germany and France, but like going to Sweden, you know, for such a long long time was you know it was awesome and you know just working with all the other talent that were there and you know getting to see sort of what happens behind the camera with production and all the effort and work that's put into making the shows that the viewers get to enjoy um yeah it was awesome it was awesome and uh, for, for me as, as a cast it was very much like i knew you know before i was getting on that plane that that was all i wanted to do i was like right, I'm, I'm just gonna do this and really try and make this work because you know, it's just so exciting. It's so different. You know, I've been working, you know, just in a shop sort of nine to five on the tills and I wasn't unhappy with life, you know, it was, it was fine, but suddenly getting to travel and just 
make money from playing video games, obviously indirectly, you know, I make it from using the knowledge and excitement that I get from spending hours of playing Dota 2. Um, you know, it's just awesome. It was, it was just awesome. And, uh, you know, was, yeah, every, everyone that I met was just great. And, um, yeah, it made me never look back, really, you know, after that first event, yeah. Never look awesome. back, he says. <laughs> Damn it, Owen! <laughs> Owen! That was our moment. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, man, uh... We really appreciate having you on for the podcast. Uh, oh, honestly, I would say whenever we have guests, it's probably like 40% me, 35% monkeys, 25% the guest. This time around, it was a nice change of pace because you gave by far the most thorough answers that we've ever had on our podcast. And We uh, like it when people talk. We like, well, that means we get to talk less. We don't have to do our job. You know, like, oh, he talks a little bit too. No, no, no. This is good. This is. I wouldn't bring it up if it was bad. You know, I'd tell you in private saying, hey, man, you know, you know watch yourself. Well, I see, I see, I see you typing right now, bro. I know you, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah not, Mike, uh, I don't know how you saw that, but I'm going to act like yeah, you didn't. Mike. So, But no, man, thanks so much for coming on. It was great to have you as a guest. Uh, you know, good luck in the DPC. I'll see you soon. It was nice seeing you Absolutely. yesterday. And monkeys, my man, Till next time or what? Yeah, that sounds good. It was nice, nice seeing you again, Owen. Hope to see yeah. you at the land soon. What was the last time we saw? Well, sorry, we ending the episode, but it was back at um, the... The the major where we well I guess it was in the past where we had the food problems I remember there was uh, people get angry but it's the one where you and the team with Kyle, uh, Boston major. The Boston I def- major. I definitely saw you at the Boston major. I think I might have. No, no, I, I've been to uh, I went to the Paris major in 2019. Oh so yeah, yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah, Disneyland. it was it was enjoyable. I What what? Did you actually get to go into Disneyland? Oh yeah, yeah. They had I well. I, I mean, they they gave us they gave each team tickets. I personally didn't end up going because after we got oh. eliminated, I was really sick. But I, oh. I do remember the Disneyland major uh, light show that they uh, they did. They they like they had a VIP section for everyone that went to the Disneyland major, and then we like we just got front row seats to like the coolest light show i've ever seen like they did oh, on the, cool. the, the disney castle i don't think i got invited like, to that what the hell <laughs> well sorry I, maybe it was a player only thing i don't know <laughs> oh dear i didn't get to see this take, take that up with the next tos oh and that's uh <laughs> that's gonna be on your demands list oh uh, yeah I, I made my complaints you know we've never been back to disneyland that's why it's like unacceptable cost us to get to see the light show we're never coming yep. back again. And we never you did. Can, you, you can use this yeah. uh, talk from monkeys as like, you know, proof that it did happen and that exactly. we, we have our fair, reasonable demands. So, but yeah, guys, thanks again. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks, good night, uh, I want to give a shout out to Prediction Esports. They are our partner for the podcast. Uh, they also, you know, they make all this happen, organize it. They put it up on... Uh, social medias, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Prediction with two E's. And then also we have next week, hopefully, we have a podcast event. Exclamation point podcast event in chat where you can buy tickets to be live in a chat room with me and monkeys talking to us, asking us questions, uh, anything you want, really. So, uh, click on that link if you guys are interested. I'll type it, pick podcast event. You can go to prediction.com and then you go to the main screen. Let me just show you guys real quick. Just go to the main screen and they have a bunch of upcoming events. This is ours. It's next Monday, Interactive AMA. And there's other stuff you can find on there if you guys are interested.